what are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me trace it out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. It is still free agent season, so we got yep. a little bit more free agency to go over. And then we've got a couple more ESPs for you. <laughs> These are going to be... If they're worth anything, I'm really not doing good on my ESPs so far. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, there's a couple, couple out there that maybe, um, if you had recent knowledge, you may not... Have made, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyway, we'll start with uh, a little bit of a mind-boggling one, at least between the two of us. Kenyon Drake signing a two-year, eleven million dollar deal with the Raiders. Yeah. So I, I don't even know what to say. I <laughs> guess he doesn't want to be the guy anymore. He doesn't want to be the guy. Apparently, that's just it. Doesn't make. I mean, for him, it doesn't make sense. I mean. Maybe he just realized, hey, I couldn't be the guy I wanted to be last year, and so I'll just go play and get paid somewhere, and I don't have to be the guy. Yeah. I don't it, know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it, if he's still good, I guess that's a good change of pace back. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It is. And if the Raiders have an offense, he'll be included in it. If they're winning games, he will be included. Yep. I don't know what to think about him fantasy-wise because... I wouldn't expect much. There's, I mean, he's the backup. He was going in the second round last year. Mm. Second, Late second round. Maybe late. Yeah. That is going to be a very, very long fall from grace for <laughs> those four, five, six games, whatever it was, with uh, uh, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, well, he played... He played a decent amount from recollection, but it wasn't. He just wasn't himself. He, he didn't look right not. at all. Nope. So there you go, Kenyon Drake. Uh, if you want him, you're gonna have him. I'm not touching him in fantasy unless something happens yeah. in that backfield. Um, I know you were talking just the other day. You wouldn't have minded Brashad Perriman re-signing with the Jets. Mm-hmm. You guys now have Keelan Cole uh, yeah. along with Corey Davis. So. Yeah. When you Not got, terrible. You know, and Crowder, and you still got Mims. I mean, that's a good four guys. None of them are superstars yet. 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 Um, but <laughs> they're all good enough, and I think that's all we really need right now. We don't have to focus too much on the wide receiver position anymore. I think we're we're good enough. And that being said, Brashad Perryman is signing a one-year, $3 million deal yep. with the Detroit Lions. Yep. Okay. Um, obviously the lions don't have almost any of their receivers from last year. Uh, <laughs> Marvin Jones, I believe is on the Jaguars, Kenny Galladay, who will get to signed with the giants. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the lions got to throw to somebody and Jared Goff's got to find somebody to throw to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like if it's just him, maybe. Because, I mean, they don't, they don't have Marvin Jones anymore. They don't have Galladay. I wonder who else they got. Uh, TJ Hawkinson. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. I'm looking the wrong way now because we didn't flip my camera. No, you didn't flip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom is not over there, but he is over there. 
That's funny. Um, Whoops. <laughs> yes. Uh, golf is pretty good at play action. Thank you, Network. Um, so if they have any kind of running game at all, which, again, not holding my breath, uh, they could. Oh, that's right. They signed Tyrell Williams as well. I'm so it's... all in on Tyrell Williams, <laughs> Network. So all in. Uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's get some long, deep threat guys that can't stay on the field that's right perfect combination for jared goff to be successful Uh, a guy that might have helped him he's going back home we just literally the reports were that he was probably not going to resign and what did juju smith schuster do he (laughs) resigned with the steelers and he apparently took less money than the Ravens and the Chiefs were both offering him. I heard that was kind of a falsehood. Like, I didn't read into it, but so I don't know. But I heard that it wasn't actually true. Like, they're still paying him. I don't know. I don't. I just saw that he was, he's always upset. Yes. He gets mad about stuff. But I just saw that was just like, oh, that's not true. I didn't do that. You know, you just got to look at the contract, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're going back. You said you weren't going to, so. No, I just, and I agree with one of the headlines that I saw was, why wouldn't you want to play on a one-year deal? If you're going to play with somebody on a one-year deal, why would it not be Patrick Mahomes to pad your stats and then go get paid somewhere else? Because he would have had a great year. You would have thought. He would have had a great year. And I know he's declining, but he would have been, with Patrick Mahomes, come on. Yeah, I just, I don't know what's going on with Juju. I don't know what's going on with the Steelers. And we also don't know what's going on with Chase Claypool, Uh, who apparently is caught on video having a fight at a bar. Uh, I read very, very briefly about it. I heard he landed at least one kick to the head. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't mean my ESP on him is completely garbage yet. Not yet. But... It's not a good start. I mean, my I only have two ESPs so far this year, and they're both getting crushed at the moment. Yes. Um, so, Chase Claypool, uh, maybe that's why Juju re-signed. He knows something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Jeff. How you doing out there in Twitch land? Uh, you want to fight at the bar? Uh, well, I guess you just need to go to Pittsburgh. Yep. And find one of the Steelers wide receivers. They're all complete nut jobs, apparently. <laughs> and they like to fight and they like to get the cops called on them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Uh, I'm just so, so confused. So, yeah. yes, one ESP on the brink with Chase Claypool. Yep. Another ESP on the brink because <laughs> the Texans already signed Mark Ingram. Yeah. And now they've signed Philip Lindsay. Mm. So David Johnson is just looking like dynamite right now, <laughs> isn't he? If, if I feel like they're doing this because he just, they can't trust that he'll stay healthy the whole season. And so they already got Ingram who probably takes all the snaps away from him anyway. And then Philip Lindsay, I don't know what they're going <laughs> to do. Why they have three guys that can all be trusted. I don't know. But I, I, it, it completely destroys my ESP. There would have to be some kind of craziness happening if, if that were to actually happen this time. Well, uh, we can go back just one year, just one year, uh, and talk about the Colts running backs. <laughs> we, well, I had a 
a hunch about Niam Hines, and it wasn't 100% yeah. wrong. Yeah, no. Marlon Mack got hurt. We thought mm-hmm. maybe Jonathan Taylor wouldn't quite give the push uh, where, you know, we thought he could eventually get to. So there was a bunch of running backs in Indianapolis last yeah. year, yeah. and one of them really did come out on top, Jonathan yeah. Taylor. So yep. there's still that possibility, even with all three running backs in Houston. These are different running backs, though. They These are, are guys that have proven it enough to where at, you, somebody like Marlon Mack, I don't really say he had proved it, even though he had a couple of years that were okay. Yeah. Ingram has proven that he's good enough. David Johnson has proven that he's good enough. And Philip Lindsay hasn't had a lot of opportunity, but he has proven that he can be good enough in the NFL. And honestly, out of all three of them, I feel like I've, if I'm starting a team up, I'm going with Philip Lindsay over over the other two guys. The other two guys are just getting old, you know. So right, Philip Lindsay is still relatively young. And I, I like what I see out of him. I think if he were to stay healthy, because that's another issue with him. He kind of got banged up last year and didn't play every single game. So maybe they're just trying to just, hey, we, we need a starting running back every single game. Maybe that's their strategy. We just need somebody. Could be. Could be. Uh, as long as you can get through a third of the season with each <laughs> exactly. one of those running yeah. backs. It, it's not a bad thing. It's not bad. It just completely destroys my faith in David Johnson. But <laughs> speaking of the Houston Texans, um, there's more lawsuits mm. against Deshaun Watson. This is just, I, I, it's just, I, I saw how many, and I was just like, what? Something is very, very wrong I in Houston. I just, I couldn't believe there was that many people that came out against him. That many lawsuits. I'm just was like, who would want him at this point? Do you have any idea who would want him at this point? Apparently, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers and the Philadelphia Eagles are still trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. I, I mean, really don't. his value is is going down. So maybe you can get a little whatever and hope that it's not true. I mean, at this point, you're looking at all the lawsuits. Pretty, pretty sure this thing's real. It's not just something that was made up. But, wow. I mean, why would you want them? The Eagles, what are you thinking? Like, we don't, don't well, even try it. There's no point. I don't know what the Eagles are thinking in general about anything right now. So, uh, I mean, I suppose if you could get Deshaun Watson for pennies on the dollar, which I don't think would happen still. There's at least that low risk, high reward type of thing that could go on. That's the only reason. There's still no way that if the Texans think, even if this goes through, because it's just civil stuff. Yeah, it's not in the court of law. This is a civil court, so the precedence holds. My guess is Deshaun Watson gets suspended six games, just like the other types of incidents that have gone on. And that's not enough for a team to be like, oh, I wouldn't want a franchise quarterback anymore. Yeah, it just depends on all the things that go down legally. Of course. Because legally, this could just destroy him as a player, and he probably won't play again if if all that stuff is true and it goes down crazy like that. Right. I mean, the, the suspension, nobody cares about a suspension. It's all about the actual thing that he did or didn't do. I'm not not putting it out there, but it sure looks like – he at least did something. 
that wasn't yeah. good. So, and, and I haven't combed through all of the cases and everything, but there's just a lot when of there's similar so, when things there's so many, being discussed. Yeah, and there's so many that there's there's got to be something there, and probably. If Probably. My hopes are very low right. that Deshaun Watson isn't at least suspended and his reputation tarnished for a while. Mm-hmm. Although we had Ben Roethlisberger how many years ago? That was only one person from what I remember. Right, it was, but that was straight up the worst you could do. It's, I, I, I don't remember. We don't Honestly, say that so word on ago. Twitch. <laughs> but... Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know all the details of the Deshaun Watson one, but I'm assuming in there is one of those as well. Yeah, I, 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 close. I don't know, but close. there's so many of them that you would think that one of them's got to be really bad, mm. really bad. But Network. I mean, you just throw the dice out there. You're going to hit a six yeah. eventually. Eventually. So. Uh, Network says there was one female that had two encounters, but said the second time she did not know it was him making the second appointment. So if that were the case, maybe okay. she would have only had the one, and maybe he thought because she came back that he was going to get whatever he asked for. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much, but that's that's what's going through my head. Like Nobody wanted a second appointment with Deshaun Watson. He's either at the very least a giant creep <laughs> or he is a sexual assaulter. I don't know. Well, it it seems like there's going to be no in between. Yep, and uh, either way, I don't know if I want that on my team. And I'm glad the Jets kind of moved on from the trade talks of that. But you never know. Still, they still could do that. I now, don't. I don't want to laugh in this situation because the situation is not funny. But there was a um, spelling error in the chat, and I think it's friggin' hilarious. <laughs> the worst of it was. Grabbing one lady by the couch. <laughs> I know you meant crotch network, but that is a hilarious mistake. I grabbed that lady by the couch. She didn't like that one bit. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. Uh, anyway, uh, we can move on from Deshaun Watson because I'm sure it's going to be in the news for um, quite a long time until it is resolved. Mm-hmm. But um We've still got more free agency news, one that may fly under the radar for some people because he had his time to shine uh, with the Rams and didn't quite make the best of it. Had some good games, but again, maybe it was the offense, maybe it was Jared Goff. But Josh Reynolds now has a chance to become the number two in Tennessee where Corey Davis left. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a possibility that he could do the type of thing that Corey Davis did for that team. But I, I also, like I was telling you earlier, I, I think there's an opportunity for the Titans to look into the draft for a wide receiver. And oh, sure. any, any wide receiver that has anywhere close to the same amount of ability as Josh Reynolds does, they're going to probably try and fly with him over Josh Reynolds. But there's a chance that Reynolds does step his game up a little bit and becomes the new uh, Corey Davis for that team, and that would be uh, it'd be a steal in almost every draft at that point. And here's the thing. The Chiefs were actually reportedly in on Josh Reynolds too. And I could see the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes making him more uh, of a fantasy uh, threat 
than in Tennessee. Uh, I do like the location for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't be a guy that you can count on fantasy week in and week out, but he might be one of those guys that you can get really late and you stash yeah. him for some bye weeks. Yep. Or if anything happens to um, uh, AJ Brown, maybe he at least gets targets and he's worth putting in there at, at some level. Um, but the Chiefs, they're kind of all over the place. They yeah. have not gotten a guy. They, they've been in on a bunch of different people, wide receiver-wise, Juju. Uh, they've asked Tyreek to restructure. He declined. The Chiefs also wanted Josh Reynolds. So there's something going on. Uh, we kind of mentioned it last week. Why are people not signing with the Chiefs? And signing with the Giants instead. Yeah. Like, I don't – it doesn't make any sense. The Chiefs have the best chance – to go to the Super Bowl over pretty much any team I can think of, maybe the Packers, maybe the uh, Buccaneers as well. I could see. I, I still think the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. Yes, I don't know if they're going to do that again though. Mm. I, I, we'll see. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Yep. But they have they have one of the best chances of going back to the Super Bowl and winning it, and yet we're not seeing people want to go there. Like yeah. they do want to go there, but they don't. At the same time, I don't understand. Maybe because. Somebody like Juju knows he's going to be second fiddle when it comes down to being the number one guy. He doesn't want to be the number two guy or the number Could three because be. you got Kelsey there as well. That's true. So I don't know. Maybe I could see Juju being dumb like that. And oh, I don't want to. I could win a Super Bowl, sure, but I want to be one of the main guys on the team. I don't know. <laughs> he learned. He learned from Mister Big Chest. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who knows what goes through their heads? Um, but the quote unquote prized wide receiver of the offseason in a lot of people's opinions was Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is now a New York Giant. Yep. Four years, 72 million, uh, included a 17 million signing bonus, roster bonuses every year, and a voidable fifth year. Puts his 2021 cap number below 5 million. So, I mean, I guess that's why the Giants are making a splash this year. I still don't understand why there are so many players signing with the Giants in the offseason. Maybe they'll be in con- – I, I guess you're never out of it in the NFC East right now. So that's true. That's true. as long as you make the playoffs, <laughs> maybe that's all they're going for. But I agree with Network. I think Kenny Galladay was overpaid. Mm-hmm. I think he will not live up to that contract whatsoever. And it's in my opinion, he's not going to because it's the team that he's on. If he was on a different team and that contract was for a team that had a really, really good quarterback, and I'm not saying he's bad, but right. if you have somebody who has already a stellar quarterback, I could see him getting the numbers and being successful to live up to that contract. But on the Giants, I don't see it. I, I'm sorry. I, I I just I don't know. I know what the Giants are trying to do. They're trying to win football games. Man. But it doesn't seem like they're actually good going to do that even though they've had a really good free agency so far. Yeah, they've they've had a good free agency. If everybody can gel as a team, then they might have a shot at the NFC East. <laughs> and that's not saying much. <laughs> it is not saying much. But <laughs> we will, and this is kind of unlike what the Jets did for Sam Darnold. Mm. They actually did go out. The Giants went out and got some guys for Daniel Jones. Will that be enough? Um the jury's always been out for Daniel Jones. We thought he would be a better fantasy quarterback last year than he was, but that team was just an absolute dumpster fire within a division that was a dumpster fire. So 
we'll give him a pass for last year if he can stay upright and not trip over himself <laughs> and put the ball into some playmakers' hands, yeah. have Saquon Barkley healthy for a whole year. We'll see for sure if Daniel Jones is worth it. Now, did you say the trip over yourself as a joke, or was that just something that just rolled off the tongue you didn't think about it? Because all I'm going to think of now is just him running, having a free lane, nobody even around him, and he falls over the sprinkler system. That's all I can think of now because I was watching that game live thinking, oh, my God, we're going to lose to the Giants, and and we still had a chance, and we ended up winning that game partially because he tripped over his own feet. So. Yes, when I see Daniel Jones, that is exactly what I think of, and I will bring it up at uh, his expense. Um, uh, I have uh, defensive player news here, and the only reason I'm talking about this, not that we don't play um, IDP leagues or anything, but I read something on a friend's Facebook page, and this is just a PSA for everybody out there. Don't believe everything you read on Facebook. Don't believe those stories that people send you. You see something that looks a little funny, go do some research yourself. Because I had a Packers fan post that Patrick Peterson was signing with the Packers. And I was like, oh, that's a good signing for him. I think that's really good. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I wonder how much it was. And I'm Googling everything. And there is not a single ounce of news about <laughs> Patrick Peterson signing with the Packers other than he was narrowing it down to a couple of teams. Patrick Peterson signed with the Vikings, mm. which is a Packers fan's nightmare mm-hmm. if he's still the same Patrick Peterson. Uh, you and, have to imagine it he is. He's, right. he's, he's been fantastic his whole career so far. So, so yeah, that was my PSA for this episode. <laughs> Please don't believe everything that somebody sends you on Facebook. No, <laughs> <laughs> it was sent to you. Well, that one wasn't, but okay. there have been things in the past. Oh, look at this. And I was like, mm-hmm. I haven't, I, I have notifications pop up on my phone from Twitter and other sources as it happens. And I haven't heard anything about this. And this is four hours old. Like this can't be right. <laughs> and sure enough, I, I look it if up. If it's four hours it's old. You would have had a notification. You would have seen it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Anytime I see something on Facebook or wherever it is, I mean, <laughs> I I hardly even go on Facebook anymore. But right. Anytime I see something, I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> that's not on that's my notifications. Not right. <laughs> so yeah, please, everybody, uh, in this off season, while you're doing your research before all the drafts and the rookie drafts and the regular NFL, do actual research don't trust anybody especially if they're in your league they're probably feeding you a bunch of garbage anyway (laughs) so that you don't know what's up yeah so yeah all right um a few more things here one i don't i don't even know if if i should talk about it so Mm. much because um i I Mm. talked about him too many times and um I don't. I know, know you're if. just stalling to try and find the bump. <laughs> <laughs> this guy a couple of years ago was man crush. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's back because Christian McCaffrey had a long, long season on the bench and on IR. Mike Davis had a chance to show himself, and he had some really good games. He did. He did. And now he's going to be the man in Atlanta. Two-year deal worth $5.5 million, $3 million fully guaranteed. Mike Davis. It's fine. <laughs> I just don't like 
the Falcons. I, I know. The last know. few years, they have stunk with the running back position, and I just don't feel like Mike Davis is going to be much. Now you have a certain man crush on the guys, so I'm sure you're a little higher on him than I am, but we'll see. I mean, there's still a lot of time left to see what's going on, see who maybe they draft right. and all that, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh Got me thinking, I saw a headline here, and we we see the correlation here, but I also wanted, maybe this is the second PSA. Um, you see these arguments that go, when Zeke gets 25 carries, his team is 19 and 4. Well, obviously, because they're already winning games, yep, he's the getting reason he more has 25 carries. carries. So I think when we see these stats, we need to rearrange them in our head just just a smidge because we don't want to see oh this guy's getting 25 carries a lot of the times we should look at the teams that are set up to win and then look at the running backs within that team yeah instead of starting with the running back and then being like oh well as long as that team does what they've been doing and he gets 25 touches he's going to get a lot of points that's not necessarily true anymore well it's just Picture it this way. Let's say in the in the Zeke situation, the Cowboys handed off to him 25 straight times to open the game. Obviously, you're not going to win that game. You're <laughs> not going to win not. that game. There's no question about it. So, And then if they don't touch, give it to him the rest of the game, he has his 25 touches in, and that's it. Right. I mean, so th- that argument within itself is not a great argument. I understand it. It's at least something you can look at. You can maybe uh, um, not digest it. What's the <laughs> – What's the thing you do when you cut open a uh, dissect? There you go. Dissect it. <laughs> you dissect the stat. That way you understand what it actually means inside. You can see all the organs that make up of that stat, and then you can disperse from there and understand it. But you don't need to just say, oh, this stat means I have to have them. When they do this, they, this happens. It's not going to always be that way. You have to dig further than just one stat. Uh, that's what the problem is with a lot of people in fantasy football. Yes. They say, oh, that one stat means I have to draft him. And no, well, that one stat's going to give you a lot of headache too. I can make a pretty much a stat for anybody in the NFL to make you like that guy. Yeah, David Johnson. <laughs> I did it I did it two weeks ago. I did it two weeks ago. You did. And I was all up on it. And I would I would have been right too. I would have been right. Had the Houston Texans not feared for their life at the running back position. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. You know, whatever. It is is what it is. Uh, Let's see. Uh, We've got a James White article here. Um, James White's good. We know he's good. He's good. We watched him at Wisconsin. That's true. We liked him at Wisconsin. He wasn't a feature back by any means, but he played a very, very giant role in those Patriot teams with Tom Brady. Yep. Last year was just an off year for him. It was. Um, he he had such a problem. Like it's it. You just give him a pass. You have to give him a pass. To. Last year, you know, with the uh, the accident that his parents yeah. were in and the COVID stuff, you just hope that it was just one of those years where he wasn't all in on football. Maybe he'll be all in on football again this year, and it appears he's going to go back to the Patriots. I'm not sure what good that will do the Patriots, but I just wanted to throw it out there that James White has a career 678 touches and zero fumbles. Yeah. 
So, I mean, uh, for not, any team to take him. Is, I don't know if it's zero fumbles, but it's zero fumbles lost. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm assuming he has actually coughed the ball up a little bit. But but when he did it, he it. meant to do it, it's and like, it was uh, a part of the plan. So. I knew that it was going to be in the, my hands again or It'll be fine. somebody It'll else be fine. on our yeah. team. Yeah. I'm close enough to out of bounds. I can wave it yeah. like a, pe- no a big loaf deal. of bread, you know. No, he's got, he's, he's got great hands. Obviously, he's a receiving back. Everybody knows that. And... Obviously, he knows how to hold on to the ball. I mean, that's big. That's huge, really, when it comes to running backs. You don't want your guy to cough the ball up. How many times have you seen a running back who has great skills and then all of a sudden he's fumbled the ball twice or even just once, and they say, you know, you're done for a quarter or you're done for the rest of the game. Yeah. James White doesn't do that. Nope. So he'll be a good asset no matter where he lands. That's just true. as a football player and probably a, a leader on the sidelines, somebody that – doesn't do the dumb things that we see guys like <laughs> Chase Claypool doing. We don't hear those stories about James White. So, you know. True. Um, and while we're at it, yes, exactly, Network. We know every time you like James White, he has a terrible season. So <laughs> Stop liking him. As long as Network doesn't put him on his top 24 running backs this year, you can draft him. <laughs> But then he goes back and says, well, if he makes it to the seventh round, I'm probably going to be on it. Seventh round? I mean. Depends on what else the, whoever else has him. If it's the Patriots, we have to look at what else they have. Yeah. But if it's any other team, yeah, I don't know. We have to find out. Yep. Um, Another running back that signed a deal that was a part of a Super Bowl uh, winning team a couple years back. And then he took the year off. Damian Williams, former running back of the Chiefs, has now signed with the Chicago Bears. Yeah. I don't weird. I'm not really uh, upset with that. I'm not scared that it's going to make um now I can't think of his name. Montgomery. David Montgomery. Man, thank yes, you. I got Finally, one. he got me on I one. I got one. Uh I don't think it's really going to hurt David Montgomery anything. Uh Damian Williams was never a guy to take that role and then run with it. So yeah, it could be a good uh, replacement for Tariq Cohen. Not that he's like Tariq yeah, Cohen, but he's more same. of a third down type running back than David Montgomery will ever be. So right. I think it fits, but I just don't think it'll have much impact on Montgomery. Himself. I don't think so either. I mean, it might a little bit, but because Cohen's just been not good. So I'm assuming they're just thinking, we need to replace Cohen. I don't know why they haven't used Cohen the way that they did the first year. Right. Because that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing with Cohen. But now they got Montgomery, and now they got Williams. It. I don't think they think Williams is going to overtake anything no. Montgomery's going. So I don't think there's a problem there at all. I Like you said, it might take a little bit away from him, but probably not much. Well, he had familiarity with Matt Nagy's offense. Yeah. While he yeah. was still a Chiefs coach, so... He yep. should at least know the system a little bit and then, you know, be able to contribute right away and do the things that they need a running back to do, which I'm not 100% sure the Bears still know how to do because <laughs> we all know David Montgomery last year ran over all the teams he was supposed to run over. Let's see if he can do it against the teams that maybe he shouldn't be able to run over. And then, then we'll have an elite running back, and I'll put a little bit more praise on top of David Montgomery. A mm. um, couple more things before we get to our extremely early season predictions that uh, <laughs> one of us is having struggles with, uh, and we'll 
we'll go one more time at it. Um, <laughs> I got to get one of these, right? <laughs> the owner or the majority owner of the Washington football team is now the sole owner of the Washington mm. football team. Dan Snyder is buying out all the minor minority owners stake in the team. Um, it, it's going to be a lot, but my guess is this may be the start of him selling the team overall. Not that anybody wanted to sell or didn't want to sell already because of what was going on with the team. I think he thinks somebody's still going to pay a buttload of money for the team and he wants profit on the whole thing instead of just his 60% or whatever it was. So if he buys out the minority stake shares and he gets a profit on the whole thing, he's not just getting a profit on the 60%. He's getting a profit on a hundred percent. I think it all depends on what the name of the team going forward is. <laughs> well, it's probably going to be the Washington Amazon primes by the end of this. He's just going to sell the name to somebody. It's not just a stadium anymore. The teams are all going to be called the, uh, the Washington Primes, the Seattle Googles. Google. And <laughs> it's going to be, uh, the green Bay, um, Spotted cows or something of that nature. <laughs> That's a completely different city. I but with Wisconsin, everybody loves spotted cow in oh, Wisconsin. You went off on a weird tangent. I'm I'm just, just, I, nope, nope, denied. Well, I'm denied. not apologizing for it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> what I will apologize for to any Eagles fans that are still listening to this <laughs> show is we signed Joe Flacco. Whee! Let me tell you how that does for a team that's struggling. Because <laughs> uh, I tell you what, the Jets had Joe Flacco. At, last year when Sam Donald got hurt, we had to go with Joe Flacco. And, you know, ex-MVP of the Super Bowl, right? He was the MVP of the Super Bowl, or did he just um, win it? And he, he won a Super Bowl. He did. All right, and he's been in the Pro Bowl before. Yeah. I mean, so he was going to have success on the Jets, and there's no doubt mm. in my mind. And, you know, he had some good throws. So it looked it was it was promising and you know we won I don't know one two three four five six seven eight nine was it ten games with Joe Flacco last year at least at least ten games <laughs> could have been all of them I'm not sure but uh, yeah no he's gonna suck there's no there's nothing there for you but I did say to you privately before mm-hmm. we went on air. He's going to be the starting quarterback by the end of the season. Yeah, he did say that. I did say Not that. Not your ESP, but. No, no, no. That oh, Shoot. That's it. Oh, it's oh, coming in, ESP. Crap. Here we go. Yeah, I really don't have much comment on that. We all know that the Eagles have no idea what's going on, and I think they just wanted a Something. semi-extra offensive coach that didn't yeah. count as an offensive coach. And if Jalen Hurts is an absolute just train wreck, they can be like, hey, Joe, at least you know how to throw the ball when you go out there. Well, that's kind of what I was saying to you. I was like, if right. if, if you guys are in contention at all, like it could happen because last year you were in contention. If you're in contention and you just realize that Hurts sucks mm-hmm. and you need to get in the playoffs, you really want to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco can at least win you a couple games to where if Hurts isn't doing it, I don't know. I mean, maybe last year if you had Flacco, you could have won more games, and then maybe you make that playoff run. (laughs) (laughs) We only needed an extra game. Pretty much. That's all. Pretty much. We got that that tie early on that set us above the rest, and uh, I still can't believe we've tied twice. 
against the Bengals in the last like 15 and years. You, you really shouldn't have tied. You should have at least have gone for that long field goal. But yeah. no, you decided what's the point in winning? Yeah. We can tie. I mean, who cares if we have a kicker that's already kicked a 61-yard <laughs> field goal to win a game for us? I mean, we don't want him to try that again. No. We want him to be perfect in that situation. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Anywho, uh, let's get to our last part of this episode. ESP Early Season Predictions. All right, Tom. All right. What's what's flowing? You gotta give me a minute. Home. Okay, I got it. Something coming in. It's uh. It's, whoa. Okay. Well, it's somebody who's been on multiple teams. That's what they're telling me right now. It's uh. Well, it's somebody who can throw the ball. This has to be Ryan. It's, it is. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm sorry. I'm going overboard with this. <laughs> I know it's crazy. But if you just look at from last year, the, the games that he did play, and then from week two to week uh, six, which was the games that he actually did play in, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't split up by the other games that he did start and make an appearance. And that stuff doesn't really count that much because I want to see what he's doing on a consistent basis. But if you look at those games, he averaged 31.1 points yep. per game. I mean, that's... Right there, pretty much says everything. I don't even have to say anymore, really. He was doing very well, very well for us as our second quarterback in oh, the yes. podcast league oh, last yes. year. But if he keeps if he keeps that pace going into next year, he he would be a top ten uh, quarterback for fantasy football purposes, and that is pretty much exactly what I'm going to predict here. He's going to end up being a top ten quarterback. Wow. For fantasy purposes this does not mean the Redskins or the I did it you did it the Washington football team is going to win games it means he's going to be successful in fantasy and they're going to win enough games to keep him as a starter sure because they don't want to go anywhere else I mean why would you at this point but I think he'll be top 10 just think about it. He is a gunslinger. He's got, uh, I can't remember his name. Now, see, I'm doing it already. He's got one of the <laughs> better. Scary Terry. Yes, Terry McLaurin. That guy can pretty much catch anything as long as it's within five feet of his body. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what Patrick does. So yeah. I this is I think he's going to be really successful, and you're going to get a great deal um, in, in fantasy uh, drafts and whatnot because he's going to go really low. And there's some people will take him. He's yes. going to get drafted. I promise you that. But he's going to go low. He's not going to be one of the first guys off the board when it comes to quarterbacks. And I think he's going to give you a top 10, at least starter material, as long as he's playing. Right. That's where I'm going to readjust my ESP. As long as he's playing, <laughs> he's going to give you top 10 material every single time he's on the field. Yeah, I can't argue with you that much because – he does it every time he's in there. He, he makes it look good. He makes it look easy. He makes it look like he's still having fun. Yeah, it makes it look fun. 38, 39, a, whatever he is now. At least, if anything else, my ESP is he's going to have fun. I mean, I got, I got one, right? I got one. It's maybe, over. Maybe he's going to have fun. The Washington football team will be known by what Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to be known as his new nickname. Uh, maybe it'll be the Washington Amish Rifles. <laughs> That is what Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to be called now for his new nickname. The guy's the, awesome. The Amish Rifle. I mean, so, I, we made fun of Mr. Big Chest 
when it, it came down Antonio Brown. But that was just because it was crazy. Yeah. But when it's when it's Fitzpatrick <laughs> and he calls himself whatever he wants to call him, it's because he's hilarious. Yes. And he's just joking around. But we didn't think Antonio Brown was joking around. We no. were like, this guy's serious. He wants to be called Mr. Big Chess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. with Fitzpatrick, it's different. So my ESP, top ten. Yep. All right. Well, I I actually kind of have two. Oh. And we did not discuss this beforehand, <laughs> but no. all of these ESPs are quarterbacks today. So I'll cut to the chase. Ooh. One of my ESPs is a guy who didn't change teams, but was a free agent and signed. The other was traded. The first guy who re-signed with his team he was with last year, guy named Jameis Jameis Winston has been saying all the right things lately. Yeah. He says his LASIK has helped him immensely. All the coaches have helped him immensely. And he has really, really let it be known that he owes a lot to Drew Brees as a mentor and learning from. And if you're going to get better at any point in your career, it's going to be after taking in everything from a guy like Drew Brees when it comes to playing that quarterback position. So I think, and like we've discussed before, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to be the starting quarterback in New Orleans this year. No. I think it will be Jameis Winston right from the start. Taysom Hill will just revert back to what he was. And Jameis Winston is going to be very fantasy relevant this year. Again, you don't have to draft him. You don't even you can let him go all the way. I mean, if you're in a super flex league. If you're in yes, a, a yes. two-quarterback league, you're going to have to take guys like this. But I would take the chance with Jameis Winston this year if Michael Thomas comes back healthy. Yes. If their receiving core just can do anything, you know Jameis Winston will just, just throw the ball wherever he pleases. And maybe now that he's learned some things and his eyesight is a little bit better going to be better than he ever was. Maybe he's going to throw 35 touchdowns, but only throw 20 interceptions yeah, I'm this not year. Counting, I'm not, <laughs> that is an okay fantasy year. That. that is an okay fantasy <laughs> year. He was still fantasy relevant when he threw 30 interceptions. That's true. So if he can just cut that number down by a third, he'll be a top 12-ish type quarterback if he can throw 35 touchdowns. I think what cuts that number down in general is Sean Payton. He's not going to allow him to do that. So he's going to be better protecting the ball. <laughs> I, 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 I'm i not saying he can't have the success. I think sure. there's there's no doubt that he's had that with a team that wasn't anywhere close to as good as what he's going to have with the Saints. Um, but but most, that was mostly because of him, though. I mean, he had the players around him. He yeah. had the talent wide receiver-wise. And he's still got the talent wide receiver. So if he's improved, we're going to find out. Yep. It's going to be, well, it's the same Jameis. He's getting plenty of points. But <laughs> but the Saints are 8-8 eight and eight this year. Yes. Which <laughs> That's could what I'm, happen. Yes, that is. But if they are 8-8 eight and eight and it is an early deficit and they have five or six losses early, I, then I wouldn't be surprised if Taysom Hill did 
get put in at starting quarterback and be like, you know what? Uh, Why not? We don't need Jameis next year. We'll see what Taysom's got, and they don't need to have Taysom either. So they can see what they got from both of those quarterbacks in 2021. They need to draft a quarterback. If they're an absolute dumpster fighter of a team and they get a top five pick, then they can draft a quarterback next year. If they got something, then guess what? They don't need to go looking anywhere, and they can move on as the Saints always do, always in contention in their division, and yeah, uh, yeah just moving along. What's your other one? <sighs> Bonus time. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know what this is. Yeah. I know what it is, and it's so homery. I can't handle it. it. But it's not homery it anymore. No, it <laughs> still not. is. You say it's, it's not. Not. Uh, <laughs> I've just I've been hearing and reading a lot of positive things. Yeah. And and you kind of read into it, it's kind of cherry picking a little bit, but there are guys out there that are taking less money to stay with the team that has a new quarterback. There are guys out there that are already coming to bat for their new quarterback. And that new quarterback is on the Indianapolis Colts. That's why Tom says it's homery because it's Carson Wentz. It is. And I just, I, I like what I'm seeing. I was still on board for keeping Carson Wentz as a Philadelphia Eagle because I'm not 100% sure Jalen Hurts is the answer. Yeah, I hear you there for sure. But I really, I really do think Carson Wentz is going to have a good season. He has got... Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines, and Jordan Wilkins all on that team. Yeah. Those four guys have a salary cap hit of less than $7 million altogether. So they've been able to put a team around whoever they were going to have at quarterback. They've got a good defense. They've got a good offensive line. They've got some young wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton's coming back. I'm not sure if they retained... Uh, Trey Burton, but that's somebody that Carson Wentz did that's have a rapport true. with a little bit, just a little bit. Let's see if I can look that up. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. I honestly think Carson Wentz is going to have a very, very good year. And the prediction <laughs> I have with this is that the Colts will win the division. I don't have a specific Carson Wentz number. But I think he's going to play well enough, and their defense will play well enough, and Jonathan Taylor's probably going to have a really good year. They're going to be division winners, and if they have a little surge at the end of the year, there might be some teams that are scared to play the Indianapolis Colts in the playoffs next year. I, I'm i not going to disagree. <laughs> I just think that... By the way, it sounds like Trey Burton is still on the Colts. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I just Google searched Trey Burton and said yeah. he was a Colts. So okay. I'm right. just going to go with that. All right. Um, but I, 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 I'm going to say this. They will be better. The Colts will be better with, with Carson Wentz than the Eagles were last year with Carson Wentz. That's not hard <laughs> to do. This isn't an ESP. <laughs> I, because they have a better team, one. They're going to be playoff contention. I don't think Carson Wentz destroys a team. I don't think he destroyed the Eagles last year. I think what destroyed right, the right. Eagles last year was a lot of things put in together. Yeah, that's completely different. Now the Eagles are going to—they've destroyed themselves. Now. Yeah, they've gotten rid of way too many people, and it's going to be difficult to climb out of that hole. At least 
in the near future. The Colts, though, they're built to win now. And I have to imagine they saw what everybody else saw out of Carson Wentz three years ago, right? four years ago, whatever it was. I mean, he was, he was good three years ago. He was good four years ago. That they know they can get the production out of him. So I, I'm not going to completely disagree with you that they're going to win the division. I think they could be a playoff team again, just like they were this last year. True. Um, and we'll see. I mean, it's very possible that Carson Wentz can be better than what Philip Rivers was. Mm-hmm. That's basically what you have to compare him to at this point. Yep. I, I like that because Philip Rivers wasn't exactly a guy that either one of us trusted to uh, I never trusted get the job Rivers. done wherever he, he's he, been. He always makes it to the playoffs or just misses the playoffs. But when he does make it, it's it. Man, that's you never. He, how many playoff games has he won? Early Couple. season prediction. Whoa, we got <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't. We don't have any more ESPs. We're uh, just being dumb. Don't worry. Um, yeah. So this is this is where we're gonna end the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. That was very very smooth. I mean, I could cut that out in post, but Never. probably not going to happen Never today. Happen. Um, anyway, yes, that is it for us. Uh, free agency is about down, so it's it, it's winding winding down to a nice little slow grind here. But that means draft news is going to start picking up. So we're, we're going to start studying and see yes. what's out there Digging for deep. our teams picking up in this draft because there's there's a lot of draft picks to go around between the Eagles and the Jets this year and some high picks so we got a chance at some of those hopeful studs of the near future and we will dive into that in the next episode and give you some very very early rookie predictions maybe ooh gotta yeah. gonna have to go way out on a limb because we don't even know what team they're gonna be on next <laughs> week so yeah that'll be interesting but anyways that's it for us thank you for watching on twitch thank you for listening to our show podcast land and don't forget stay fueled up for the nfl draft